Hello, ladies and gents and podcast listeners. Welcome to All Things AMR. And on this episode, I have a, um, a work, work colleague, actually, um, with me. And I'm going to get her to introduce herself and um, tell us about her interesting um, case with antibiotics. And um, over to you. Introduce yourself. Thanks, Ed. Hello, my name's Tracy. Um, as Edwin says, I, I work with Ed. I work in community pharmacy um, of a weekend. Um, I've also got a second job working in an infant school. Um, so I'm busy, busy, really. Um, so my story goes back um, about just over three years ago now, really, back in about 2017, 2018. Um, and it started with a an unusual patch of, of skin on on my back, on my lower back, just below my waistline, um, which I didn't really notice at first for quite some time. It was actually a member of my family that, that noticed it first. Um, it was growing and changing over time until it developed this funny sort of um, blister or, or a sort of ulcer almost in, in the middle um, that was raised and, and, and filled with fluid. Um, so after trying all the usual sort of over-the-counter sort of E45 and, and creams on it to it, make it improve and, and nothing really worked, so I went to the doctors. Um, they were puzzled, thought it might be a type of eczema and gave me hydrocortisone cream. Tried that for a few weeks and, and nothing really happened. Um so it was at this point they started to think it might be some sort of infection. Um, so after that, they um, gave me Daxarin to start off with. I think they thought it was fungal. Yeah. Fungal. Yeah. yeah. So they, they gave me Daxarin um, and I, I used that for a couple of weeks and nothing was, was changing. In fact, it just continued to get worse. The area was getting larger. Um, it was getting a, a sort of darker colour. It changed from a sort of like peachy skin tone to more of a, a pinky red. Um, and so after a couple of weeks, I went back to the doctor as there was no improvement and they put me on Dactacort. So they were still thinking it was fungal. Yeah, fungal still thinking still. it was fungal, put me on Dactacort. So I'd got the sort of steroid in there as well. And we, we tried that for a couple of weeks. Um no improvement again things were just getting worse um so i went back and still thinking it was fungal they put me on um you'll have to correct me if i pronounce it wrong but terbinafine or terbinafine yeah that's it um so we we tried that and i was using that for a few weeks and again still no improvement at all in fact it was still growing and getting worse making no um no improvement to all those antifungals that they gave me at all um and i think the doctors were a bit of a loss about what to do really what yeah. to do next yeah how many how many weeks oh, were we now i'm thinking many... i started is it months with probably about halfway through december we're talking about maybe six weeks maybe six okay. to eight weeks okay. from um first using the the dactacort to getting onto yeah. the tabinafine um and that not working so yeah a good six to eight weeks or getting on towards two months um 
so they referred me to dermatology. Um, nothing had, had really improved by that point. And I was just using um, emollients on the skin just to try and stop it from being so so dry and sore, but nothing was helping the infection. Um, and I okay. sort of like resigned myself to the fact that I was going to have to put up with whatever it was. Um, and we carried on with it just getting worse for another couple of months, really, till early February um, 2018. At this point, the infected area, as I, as I know it now, had got a lot larger. <laughs> A, a lot lot larger oh. it was the entire area of skin that was affected that was dry was maybe about sort of like four to six inches long and two to three inches wide but there was a central okay. area um that must have been probably about two by three inches that was the the blister the ulcer area the blister so that was getting worse and worse and getting more fluid filled, getting very dark in colour. And then very suddenly on one day, I remember it as clear as bell, it was the 7th of February, um, I'd got in from work, sat myself down to have a cup of tea. And as I went to sit back in the sofa, that blister burst. Um, and that was the most searing pain as the skin tore that, I, I can ever that I can ever remember. It was horrendous pain. Um, so at yeah. this at this point, sorry to cut. At this point, had there been any pain? There was pain in that it was tender to touch. It, it felt okay. warm to touch, and there was pressure because of the fluid building up underneath the skin. Fluid, yeah, um, yeah. And I just felt generally sort of run down. And a, and, and a bit rough yeah. with it all but it because it was a gradual process over so many months I'd kind of got used to that to that feeling um and the sensation yeah. of the skin um but there was the sudden pain when it when it burst um so I called okay. up my GP immediately and they managed to see me within an hour um so I I got down to my GP surgery um saw I think it was a paramedic actually on duty who who saw me um as first port of call um mm -hmm. he was quite shocked at how bad it was hadn't seen anything like yeah. it at all before looked back on the system and could see that I'd been treated for various different um fungal infections but it was quite clearly not not that um, so he, yeah. he got a doctor through, um, they prescribed me, um, flucloxacillin, um, okay, yeah. that and took some, took some swabs, um, at that time okay. in the area. So I then went home, started on the flucloxacillin and had appointments twice weekly for the nurse at the practice to have, have dressings changed and have the wound checked. Mm -hmm. Um, so that carried on for about about a week and a half to start off with, um, and okay. then the swab result came back, and it came back as abnormal, and they managed to identify what was causing the infection, um, and it was it was a bacteria, um, and you'll have to you'll probably know what this is. I don't um, <laughs> enterobacteria. Enterobacteria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cloci complex. Um, I'd got written on down there. So whatever that was and however it had got into my system, I don't know. But um, but they mm -hmm. identified that as the bacteria. They put me on flucloxacillin and 
then we were hoping that that things would improve but no um the area continued to ooze to um be very dark and red to be swollen mm-hmm. um, and to continue to increase in size um so they then tried me on ciprofloxacin so that was then my second antibiotic okay. um now unfortunately yeah. i immediately had an allergic reaction to ciprofloxacin yeah. so the cipro yeah oh. so um within minutes of taking it my face started to swell um my eyes and my nose were itching um so i phoned the gp and straight away they told me to to stop um so yeah. that was a shame because i'll never to this day know whether or not that will have worked for me um, not. Yeah. yeah so they stopped that and then the next day put me on clarithromycin instead um, so okay. they put me in the chlorithromycin, which apparently was one of the antibiotics that hopefully would have worked with the bacteria that they found on the swab. So we went mm-hmm. on with that for um, three weeks um, and hoping for improvement, but still no improvement. So nothing was, I was, it wasn't getting any worse, hopefully, at this point, but it wasn't getting any yeah. better. Um, it was still oozing. I was changing dressings twice daily. I was seeing the practice nurse twice weekly. And what the about pain the pain? Dreadful. The pain. It was it was getting pain, worse, or no, the, the same as when it burst. Worse. Um, the pain was oh. getting worse. It it was affecting everything that it did really because of the position of where it was on my lower back just under my waistline so it would affect whenever i sat and your lower back rests against the chair um so i couldn't sit back i had to sit upright whenever i was sat down it affected how i laid so i I couldn't lay on my back in bed um it affected what i wore because clothes would rub against it um so yeah the pain was was horrible very hot very tender and also because it was open, I, I would feel like it would tear and rip if, as, as I bent. It, rip, it, it yeah. would feel like ripping. Um, so that pain was was awful. Some of the worst pain I've experienced. Um, so, I mean, we carried on with the pyrethromycin and, and no improvement, really. Um, up mm-hmm. until early March, I think we got to about the second or third of March. So we're probably talking about... Yeah four months since we started on the antifungals at this point um but probably longer then because you had started over the counter stuff already before prior to that counter stuff for a good couple of months before i even went to the doctors so we're now in month six essentially at this point um so i go back to the doctors and they, they took more swabs um tested me for lyme disease at that point as well they wondered because it had a sort of target shape, a sort of circular area with, mm-hmm. a, with a border around it. So they um, yeah. tested me for Lyme disease to rule that out, which that was negative, so it wasn't that. Um, took another swab. They were saying there was no significant growth, but things weren't improving. Um, and at this point, they changed me to Rosex cream with um, okay in it. It mm-hmm. finally started to improve, and that. So we're about six months okay. down the line. We've been through 
two or three different antifungals, I think three different antibiotics at this point. And eventually it started to started to improve um not massively um but but we were seeing mm -hmm. a little bit of progress um but it wasn't until i actually saw my dermatologist for a biopsy um and to look at the whole area of skin in general that he actually then cut away all of the infected tissue and cleaned the wound completely out um okay and that really to this day is probably what sorted me out more than obviously the antibiotics that I was resistant antibiotics. to. Antibiotics. Yeah. 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 Um, so how, I mean, how was the experience itself looking back now? I mean, I know you've yeah. talked about the pain being yeah. excruciating, but what was that like? How, what was going on? Oh. What was going on? What was going through <clears throat> Every, your mind? Everything <laughs> was going through my mind. I don't think you stop and appreciate at the time you know all the questions that go through your mind until you're through the other side yeah. and you look back there were so many questions there was so much there was frustration in that yeah. nothing seemed to be working um i think society nowadays is like you, you want to be in control of everything and you if something goes wrong you expect there to be a magic cure instantly you know pop a pill click your yeah. fingers and it's all better and obviously that yeah. didn't that didn't happen and that was so surprising that nothing was working and so frustrating that we kept trying different mm -hmm. alternatives and we weren't getting anywhere but it was so draining physically it yeah. was draining to be in pain every day mentally yeah. absolutely exhausting the worrying thinking what is this you know why is it not getting better how much worse is it going to get you know, if it gets worse, yeah. what's gonna what's gonna happen? Um, and not knowing what the answer was. Um, and at the time, yeah. as well, medical professionals I was speaking to hadn't seen infections and, and skin conditions like I had, so I didn't have the confidence okay. in in that to think. Okay, we know in that as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. They couldn't. They couldn't no. give you that reassurance because they hadn't no. seen it before no, either. Exactly. Um, so yeah, looking back, it was really, really difficult. And that there was the things like because it involved because it wasn't responding to antibiotics that I could take and deal with. So if it was, you know, yeah. I take a tablet, and then that will systemically treat, you know, the infection. I I could make it improve yeah. myself that wasn't working yeah. i needed to go to the practice nurse or or have my daughter at home to change dressings for me because it was on my back I, yeah I oh yeah because on your back yes it was i i couldn't couldn't do that myself so all of that sort of independence of being able to look after yourself i felt like that was taken away absolutely I'd gone um so yeah it was a really tricky time and and um, on on reflection yeah. now I mean, um, what what do you think you could have done or the medical profession could have done other than what they did? Was there anything else you felt should have been done? Do you know what? That's a question I just don't know whether I'll ever be able to answer. Um, I, I think I th it felt to me that they were really trying, 
you know, they, they were trying every string in their bow to try one treatment and then the next treatment, you know, different types of antibiotic and, and starting off with the antifungals. I think they started at, you know, what is the most likely cause of this problem? You know, and we'll, we'll treat yeah. it. And then if that doesn't work, we'll move on to the next most probable situation. Um, mm-hmm. Perhaps it could have been, you know, I, I don't know if there was a way of, of testing it before the blister would burst, you know, sort of like a needle biopsy or something. I, you know, I really okay. don't. I really don't know. I, I, I could ask lots of questions, I guess. But at the time, I was just swept up in going through the motions and... And the, yeah, and the pain, and the pain, <laughs> and the pain I guess. So yeah. it's really difficult to think what, you know, what could we have done differently? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I guess what I don't have now is where I blindly had that thought at the beginning that, you know, you're poorly, you take an antibiotic and it makes everything better. You know, yeah. whereas now I realise that's not the case. That, that's you not know, the case. I, absolutely. And, the case. and it's only now that I... I see that and I still to this day now think that actually the surgeon removing a lot of that infected tissue actually, you mm. know, solved the problem for me, um, yeah. you know, more than obviously all, all, all the pills that I'd taken over, over the course of so many months. And in a way, if that had been a systemic yeah. infection, that it's not something that they could have really no. taken away. Like the skin, Absolutely. like the skin they did. I, I, I was it? fortunate in that way that that it was, you know, on my skin. You know, if it had been, you know, internally or something like that, you know, that wouldn't bear thinking about because because my my infection could be cut away and removed. But someone who who would have a different infection mm-hmm. that that didn't respond to antibiotics, that doesn't bear thinking about. No. 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 And before then, I ju- just another, I am um, not sidetracked, but before then, did you know you were allergic to Not to Cipro. Cipro. Um, I know I'm allergic to Septrin. Um, I had an allergic reaction okay. to Septrin as a, as a child. Um, and I knew I was mm-hmm. allergic to that. But no, I think this was the first time I'd ever been given Cipro. Okay. And how, how did that make you feel? Because... Um, in terms of that kind of enterobacter, yeah. that was kind of that yeah. is the go-to yeah. <laughs> antibiotic, yeah. to be honest. So when when you you know when you were kind of confronted with that, how did that? That make is you scary. Feel? Well, when you because that's the first time I'd got a swab result back that had said you know we've identified what this bacteria is, and so you hang on mm-hmm. that you know as a patient, you think yeah. okay, we've got an answer, we know what it is now. And so the doctor's got a plan yeah. of action. We're going to treat this and it's all going to get better. And then you start that treatment yeah. and immediately your body says no. Yeah. This is not yeah. for you. It says no, this isn't going to work for you. You know, we're going to make your, your body do silly things. Um, and that's scary. You know, because yeah. you, you desperately want and need that treatment to work. Um, you hope that there's an alternative, but, you know, you just don't know. But as, as a patient i guess you just you try and have faith in your doctor that they are going to know what to do yeah 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 and and i I mean yeah there's absolutely nothing wrong with that that is how it should be but um but then this is a case where they were then stumped with an allergic reaction 
that clearly they didn't know and you didn't know either. And then um, try the alternative. And did um, you said the um, the alternative was making a difference, wasn't it? I can't remember what you said, but it it um, was afterwards when they put me on. um, I think it was clarithromycin. Clarithromycin, clarithromycin. That's it. Yeah. It wasn't getting better, but it wasn't really getting worse then at that point. Um, okay. Yeah, so it was okay. about three weeks later, they swabbed me again, and it was showing no significant growth at that point. So I think it had possibly right. started to get, you know, the situation under control, but not not significantly yeah. enough for me to be able to feel the difference. Yeah. Difference. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And so, having gone through this, I mean, I, I, I guess you've heard me talk about um, mm, antimicrobial yeah. resistance. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'll chat. I'm probably yeah. bored. <laughs> no, probably you bored haven't. You no, I'm interested in it. <laughs> but, yeah, but having gone through yeah. this now and knowing a bit more about, you know, antibiotic yeah. resistance, not just from what I've told you, but actually from yeah. experience as well. Um what's your take what what is you know what is the word or sorry the advice or what would you say um on the whole subject matter I, at this I would stage say there is a time and a place and not to automatically jump to the conclusion that antibiotics are going to be the right answer for your problem you know i i think yeah. there is so much that can be done before you get to an antibiotic stage i think there is so much self-help you can do for most minor infections um you know just regards with letting your body recover you know trusting in Mm -hmm. in nature that you know to allow your body to to fight first to allow your immune system to kick in and do its job um and and you know hygiene and and everything else um but, you know, there is a time where perhaps, you know, there there is a very serious infection where antibiotics have absolutely got their place and a really, really yeah. important role to play. Um, yeah. But that's not with every, you know, minor infection that, that that's, you know, that, that's going around that, that people are going to suffer from. So, you know, I, I just think they need to be understood and they need to be protected so that when they're needed they're effective you know because yeah you know when you do go through a period of resistance and and you're suffering daily pain and that fear and seeing an infection get worse and nothing working you know yeah what is the next step you know and i i can't imagine what it would have been like to have got to the point of not having that next step available next step available um so yeah i think they're overused under under understood if that's a word if you know what i mean (laughs) less yeah let's go under understood less less understood understood. by the general public um yeah yeah and it's trying to re-educate people not to use them as the first line of defense for most things yeah you know to to try alternatives first and then resort to them when yeah. necessary not when not when just desired i guess yeah 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 in 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 terms of the kind of um the one thing that 
for me, I always advise whenever I'm giving yeah. out antibiotics is kind of yeah. side effects to mm. watch out for. Did you did you get any any side yeah. effects? Um I did. I mean I, I had the general upset tummy for four months. Yeah. Um because of the amount of antibiotics and, and treatment that I'd been taken. So um mm-hmm. yeah, my digestive system took a real hit, which when you go yeah. through that for several months of treatment um that is that's, that's it's probably bound to at some point wasn't it you, you know as well because yeah. your, your, your body's like that all the time the other real noticeable difference i noticed and i don't think i've ever spoken to you about this but thinking about it now was my hair now i i've got you you'll know anyway i've got long hair um i've got quite thick yeah. hair um now, during the period after I've been on a lot of treatment, my hair got really thin. It got really, really brittle. Um, it was really unmanageable. And I, I've never known it to be like that at all. And after I stopped all the treatment, it, it slowly recovered. Um, so, yeah, yeah that, was, that was something that I noticed as, as well that I got really quite self-conscious about at the time. Um, so, yeah. So not not only did you have a patch yeah. on your back, you also had the hair. Um, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. Actually, yeah. But yeah, the hair you hair couldn't, couldn't, could you? You know, I don't know whether that is a, a known side effect of the antibiotics, but certainly I think the length of time I've had infection and, and treatment, yeah, so I I really did, yeah, I really did notice a difference with that. And then it was just generally the, say, digestive issues which went on for ages and just the tiredness mm-hmm. whether it's the case of being on treatment yeah. for so long or having an infection for so long or a combination of both but it yeah the, and being in pain but the the tiredness that i had that again you don't really notice how bad it is until afterwards you come to the other side because you were you were still working oh, yeah. you were still working at this working, time I mean, weren't as you? i do now i work six days a week apart from school holidays um so yeah. so yeah i was working full time being a mum to a teenage daughter you know looking after animals trying to trying to have a social life occasionally and yeah trying to carry on and then with this as well that as well on top yeah yeah so it was it was a tough time it was a tough time and and you pull through showing your well, resilience, you showing resilience. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely you, do. You, have you to, absolutely but it, do. It's given me um, a completely new appreciation for antibiotics and and medicine in general, really, yeah. and that understanding that yeah. you know things don't always work first time, and you have to try alternatives, um, and that everyone's learning all the time. You know, that the doctors yeah, aren't always exactly. going to know what that problem is, you know, straight away. Mm-hmm. They, they can be faced with unusual and different situations. Um, yeah, that's it taught me a lot. Okay, perfect. Right, Tracy, thank, thank you. you so much for sharing that's your story okay. with us and, and, and for thank pulling you. through. Um, every time we talk about this, um, I hear a different yeah. side, like... For example, yeah. the hair that obviously you've, you, you've no. never mentioned. Um, and to be honest, we've never really 
spoken about the side effects because um, all all I remember from our conversation is the fact that you were put on antifungal, antifungal, antibiotic, yep. antibiotics, and none of them yep. seem to be working. Um, but yeah, the, the 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 pain and kind of the excruciating pain that mm. was going on um, has now has become a revelation yep. today, and and the side effects as well has become yep. a revelation. And and um, yeah, so thank you so much for sharing your story. We um, we will keep putting the message yeah. out there, you know, that we need to protect the antibiotics and and use them as in um, as in when absolutely yeah. necessary. Because, like you said, there could be that potential that um, you would have been at the top end of the antibiotic scale and none of it yeah. would have been and working. That's scary. But yeah yeah i can imagine i can imagine because for you as well not only did you Mm. have the infection you had the pain to go with it so you you've then got you know this um kind of double whammy and then well and then now as well the side effects so it was then kind of constantly um challenging i can imagine it becomes but um, in in a situation like that you realize afterwards that it just becomes you know, becomes your life. So, yeah, it affects every every area. And the fact that you also became conscious about yeah. your looks as well, which is is another another yeah. added burden uh, yeah. as well as um, everything else yeah. that was going on. Yeah, not, not so important but, in my point of view, you know. But it's, yeah, it's something you look back on and think, yeah, yeah, it was... It was strange. And it, it was just when you already feel down, you don't need that on... You know, you don't need that on top. On yeah. top of it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But no, thank you very much for sharing your story. And um, on this note, ladies and gents and podcast listeners, we will leave it at that. And thank you, Tracy. Thank you, listeners. 